0: Welcome to MLS Recap Week 11. I'm here with David and Lewis. Yo, yo. Can I still rant about Shelvik's contract? No, please do not in this episode. Thank you. And this is Bobby, and I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to David. Take it away.
1: Uh, I'm going to allow ranting about Shelvik's contract only in the context uh, and how it pertains to each game that we're going to recap. So, first up, Atlanta
2: Atlanta versus... David has given me the go-ahead.
1: First up, Atlanta versus Sporting Kansas City, the top of the East versus the top of the West. Atlanta score early through Barco to Martinez. Martinez is ruled offside on the play. He was definitely off. However, Jimmy Madranda deflects the ball to the offside Martinez. Uh, the pass was originally intended for Vialba, who was definitely onside. Um, but Madranda makes a play for the for the. Um, for the ball that gets deflected. Um, I guess the rule is that if a defender makes a play for the, per- oh, sorry, purposely makes a play for the ball, the guy who it gets deflected to cannot be offside. Um, anyway, this one's ruled offside. for me. I think the goal should have stood on this one, um, but you know, eh, what are you going to do? Var, right? Um, Atlanta continues to pepper and probe the sporting Kansas city defense. But Tim Melia and company keep them off the board in the first 30 minutes. Uh, That's when Atlanta's fortunes change. 33rd minute, Shelton gets played through on goal. Gozan comes out of the box and catches Shelton's leg. That's a red card for Brad Gozan, no question here. Atlanta's backup keeper, Paul Christensen, comes into the match for uh, Vielba. Second half. Sporting Kansas City on the front foot. They finally get the breakthrough in the 67th minute. Shaloy from the outside of the 18 sends a low curler past Christensen to make it 1-0 in the 83rd minute. Atlanta earn a free kick, and it's time for Kevin Kratz to step up and work his magic. Kratz shot hit perfectly up and over the wall, but Tim Melia is the one who pulls the rabbit out of his hat and comes with a huge, huge save. 86 minute, Atlanta earn a free kick, almost in the exact same spot. Well, we can just copy and paste the previous play here. Kratz hits the exact same ball. Melia comes up with the exact same save.
2: Talk about déjà vu. This,
1: this was incredible. I mean, there's a side by side gif of this, and the timing, the run up, <laughs> the speed of the ball, the movement of Melia exactly the same. I've never seen anything like that. Sporting Kansas City take advantage of this glitch in the matrix to hit Atlanta on the break. 87th minute, Gerso Fernandez beats the offside trap on a long ball. Rounds a keeper, sends it into the open net. Zizo almost gets back in time, but isn't able to clear it. Sporting Kansas City, 2-0. In the dying minutes, Almiron sends a would-be Golazo curler to the far upper 90, but Melia parries it up to the post. Pounces on the rebound. Fantastic game for these two top teams. What a game this was.
2: Uh, so, first of all, let me, let me start off by saying that Jimmy Madronda, Matt Beasler, Ike Parra, and Graham <laughs> Zuzzi, clean sheet on Atlanta, in Atlanta, all make less than Shelvick does. Now, oh,
0: come on.
2: Come on. Moving on. Um, <laughs> team Milliam, by the way, uh, how, how is he not on the radar for a uh, uh, national team? Um, My God. So,
1: well, first of all, we're not playing any me- meaningful games right now. Second of all, I put him on the radar a year ago for the oh. national team. And you guys went, both went,
0: yeah. Oh, you put him on the radar. Okay. Well, I mean, I said, was, I, yeah, I said, be on the radar. yeah, Does everybody knows he, him. He's on my just radar. Because,
1: <laughs> just, just because he's on my radar. Doesn't mean anybody else has the map that I have. Okay.
2: That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, no, uh, team. Millie, uh, he's been doing this radar. all season, making some fantastic saves. Just, uh, I, I don't know how he's doing most of the stuff that he's done. Um, to keep Atlanta off the board. Granted, a 10-man Atlanta um, is still a pretty strong team
0: to Didn't go into. Like
2: it. It, it, well, I mean, you can give credit to Kansas City there. Uh, they are top of the West. Um, I, I don't think any of us picked Kansas City to win this game. I think we all had Atlanta winning this game. I, uh, I think Bobby them. actually doubled it. Yeah, d- doubled that. It was just a, a for-sure thing. I'm sure that red card, you know, obviously is going to pay a big... Uh, Big part as to why uh, Kansas City was able to win this game. Um, Should have stayed 11-11, maybe. uh, The result would have been something a little bit more what we were expecting. But no matter, Kansas City goes into Atlanta 2-0. Wow, it looks like Kansas City is for real. And David's pick of them winning the West. Wow, it looks like David did not curse them after all.
0: Yeah, they seem for real. But I think David really did say it in his his, uh, summary that they definitely – Took advantage of the glitch in the matrix because if that ha- if they had a game again, I don't think that would happen again. For sure.
1: Uh, not uh, one of is... those
2: defenders, not one of those defenders make a million dollars.
1: Shut I the fuck up. I think I probably should. Um, <laughs> next up is Columbus versus Philadelphia. Uh, this game that screams ugly 0-0 or 1-0 win just proved to be that awful hits the post in the first half. Uh Zardes scores a garbage goal. Martinez shots get through Andre Blake and Giassi puts himself in the right place uh, to put in the rebound Philly nearly equalizes but Stefan's reaction does enough to keep the ball out of the out of the net on Sapunk's shot in the 89th minute Columbus get the win.
2: I'm kind of surprised to be honest that I had Columbus winning this game and I also had him as an ugly one zero win which is exactly what happened. But to be honest, from the Columbus that we saw in the first month of the season, uh, this game should have been a blowout. Uh, Columbus seems to have reverted back to the Columbus that at least I'm used to, a very dull, lackluster, boring, it's just going to be a tie type of a game. Um, Not the same, uh, you know, high-powered offense that we were seeing in the first month. Uh, Barrett able to squeak out uh, a result at home against one of the worst row teams in the entire league. Um, but it, it doesn't matter. Uh, a win is a win. Um, Columbus uh, continues their... Uh, well, no, let's just be honest. It, it's a surprising se- season. I don't think I had them in the playoffs, and they're currently sitting in second place in the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference!
0: Yeah, that's what I was about um, to say. So.
2: Yeah, like, I mean crew, the crew's uh, not
0: doing—they're not doing as bad as you are kind of painting them right now. They—they um, they, their quality has completely dipped from the few first weeks of this of this season, absolutely. Um, but they've gotten a little bit better. And but I don't think they've equaled to how they looked in the beginning of the weeks. Um, but you know, look at—they won against Chicago, which is not that big of a of bragging rights, and they won against Philly just by one, and that's not really that much of a bragging rights either. But. They're winning. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say.
2: They're winning games as opposed to win, unlike the Galaxy. And none of these defenders have a million dollars in their in their contracts. So, you know, go figure.
0: Oh, my God. We All just right. need a shirt that says, and none of these defenders have a million dollars in their contracts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, Toronto versus Seattle. The uh, MLS Cup 2016 and 17 rematch. Toronto's back, baby. Back to their uh, back to their early season form, but no CCL this time. Uh, they're starting eleven minus Altidore, playing a bad underman Seattle team at home. The perfect recipe for a bad performance. Twenty uh, fifth minute, Rodon long ball to Ilcom, who shows a little bit of skill. He uh, sends Bradley the wrong way and uh, beats the back line with the three through ball to Will Bruin. He sends it to the back of the net, make it a one zero to Seattle uh, TFC start to push for uh, and finally get a late equalizer in the 40th minute. Sorry, not a late equalizer, uh, get an equalizer in the 40th minute uh, after Joe draws out the keeper with a run. He pops the ball over to Osorio who heads it in to tie it one, one um, 54th minute. Will Bruin plays in the, uh, it plays in Buana, the 18 year old refugee from Kenya he slides it into the back of the net to make it two to one. A truly a dream come true for this kid. Um, with that said, he's offside, like by a lot. But another in the long line of botched VAR calls. Uh, Seattle get the win here,
2: two to one. So the, uh, uh, last week, uh, in balls and beers, uh, I guess our theme. I didn't really mean to make it a theme. It's just an intro. But was the Twilight Zone? This result. That's some pretty weird shit. Who would have thought that Seattle, a team that couldn't score, who's only won a couple games in season, was going to go into Toronto and outscore Toronto? Uh, I mean, I-, I didn't even picture them making one goal, let alone two. Um, and that's exactly what they did. Uh, Toronto, I-, I have no idea what to make uh, what to make of them right now because. Uh, being compared to, well, actually not being compared. They were given the title of best MLS team ever. Uh, they were probably supposed to be the first back-to-back winner since the Galaxy, uh, making the MLS Cup three times. And obviously, there's still time to do that. But in the highly competitive Eastern Conference, I don't know, these these dropping these games doesn't really help their cause. I'm, I'm kind of surprised uh, what's going on in Toronto. They've just lost Josie Altador to injury for an extended period of time. So it doesn't get any easier there They had another game uh, on Saturday Uh, David will eventually get to that And their schedule Doesn't get any easier They play Orlando, they play Dallas, they play Columbus Then they get to two easy games against Philly and D.C. And then you got to play against the two New Yorks So Toronto has a really uh, Steep uphill climb ahead of them And um, I don't know, that mystique of this team um, Might be wearing off They could use a couple million dollar defenders
0: <laughs> they really don't have
2: any center backs right now.
0: Yeah, I'm I mean, actually not being sarcastic. They're de- they're definitely limping right now and that's kind of why we have our predictions for next week but um look at I mean it's yeah. I mean Seattle he they they, they pull a few surprises here and there. I mean they, they I mean in the games that they play they challenge the team that they're playing against. They don't win every game, of course. Um, I think the last g- good game that they had was uh, on the road against SKC, and they ended that with a draw, and that was kind of surprising as well. Um, they, br- they, they 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 kept LAFC down 1-0 um, on a home opener over a, a shitty-ass bad save, and if it wasn't for that save, it would have been a draw. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it's just MLS. It's fucking MLS. See it looks like Seattle
2: might be headed in a in a better direction than Toronto, but they're both sitting at the bottom of their respective conferences. Seattle is two two and five. Toronto is two one and six. So, I mean, th- th- these are pretty bad. Uh, well, actually, I'm sorry, two six and one. These things have it backwards. And two five and two. Those are the the the, the two records. Um, these are your back to back, um, MLS Cup appearances. Uh, or you know two teams that have been in MLS cup back-to-back seasons and they're at the bottom of the conference. Uh, it's uh, MLS, but that's even weird for MLS standards. All
1: right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Super weird. Uh, all right. Next up is Chicago versus Montreal. Chicago has more than one chance cleared off the line. These guys held 62% of the possession Um, Katai was the aggressor in the first half. Montreal still managed to take 14 shots, but only two on target here. Um, when you have to bunker down against Chicago, your team has a problem. Um, (laughs) the, uh, Chicago did manage to get their goal through Kevin Ellis, his deflected shot in the 89th minute gets them their three points at home. Ugly, ugly, ugly match.
2: Yeah, it's it's probably one that I was, you know, glad I skipped. And in all honesty, I was actually really busy on Saturday. I, I, I just moved into a new house, so we're still unpacking, getting everything settled. I think that night we went to go take uh, my mom out uh, for Mother's Day. So I actually didn't see um, any of the games on Saturday. And Bobby should be very thankful because <laughs> I had Chicago-Montreal as a draw. And Chicago scored in the 89th minute. Had I been watching that game, as soon as that goal was scored, I would have texted Bobby.
0: Yeah, your fucking, fucking witch Bobby ass would have cursed me. Yeah.
2: And I would have hit that fucking 1-1 one, one draw. It wasn't the Keep only one. Keep your game. Colombian curses to yourself. Nah. Dude. nah. You're going to get that curse each and every time. You're lucky I wasn't watching that game.
1: Why don't you guys use your magic or good? Help the Galaxy win, damn it. All right, next up, LAFC versus Minnesota. Early on, both teams trade shots off the post. Rossi and Katero each will hit it. Uh, LAFC get, will get their breakthrough in the 30th minute as uh, Arduesta receives the ball from Rossi, takes a touch, makes it 1-0. Six minutes later, Vela takes a shot, it's deflected up into the air. Blessing flicks it. K is there to put it away. LAFC get the 2-0 win. Man, I don't I'm think locked,
2: there's any surprise. So. Yeah. Yeah, th- this is uh, Bobby's other's lock. This was my lock of the week. Um this is I mean, it this kind of screams sure bet here. Um LAFC, um kind of surprising. Um I-, I I don't think any was any of us thought that they were not gonna be competitive. Uh but they're currently sitting in second place uh in the Western Conference. They have one game less in Kansas City. Should they win that game, they'd be tied on points. So LAFC very well could be um in the number one spot for the Western Conference, I don't think anybody had that. So you know that that's a little surprising. Minnesota, um, obviously doing better than they were last season, but uh, obviously you know it's Minnesota. No one's really paying attention. Um,
0: no, uh, I, only
2: I only yeah. one po- only one point out of a playoff spot, though. Right, exactly. And and the the weird thing is is that the 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 sixth seed is RSL, a, a team that I actually didn't even think had won a game yet uh, up until this past week. But there they are. I mean, uh, number six and seven, RSL and Minnesota. Um, Out of the playoff race, Houston and Galaxy and Seattle. So that's MLS for you right there. They could use a couple million dollar defenders. (laughs)
1: Uh, Vancouver and Houston will tie 2-2. Houston strikes first in the 35th minute. Albert Delis has the ball at the top of the 18. He scores it for Martinez. His shots beat Brian Rowe. To make it 1-0 in the 44th minute, Kendall Waston gets to the end line and plays the ball across Aha at the near post. He pops it up and past Willis to make it 1-1. 70th minute, Willis makes a wonderful save to keep Kendall Waston's header out, one-handed, already in the air. Uh, really good save, probably up for save of the week. Uh, 84th minute, Brecht Shea takes the Pete Vianis Award as he is set up on a silver platter. But Jordy Reyna, Shea basically has to tap it into an empty net, and he flubs a shot. The ball gets caught under his foot, and no goal there. Ninetieth uh, minute, Mario Minotas uh, hits to make it two to one, Houston. Thought they had the three points, but in the ninety-fourth minute, Kendall Watson header with the equal. Oh, sorry, not header. Kendall Watson gets the equalizer, and it ends two-two.
2: Crazy finish in in Vancouver. I'm not even sure, but it's a testament of how bad. Uh, Houston is or how bad Vancouver is. Uh, But both, well, Vancouver is still currently in a playoff spot. They're number five. Um, I'm not even sure they deserve that. I mean, and and that's what I said at the beginning of the season. The Western Conference is so open that anybody can make the playoffs. Well, you know, anybody except for the Galaxy. Um, And Houston is just grossly underperforming. I I think that, uh, I mean, Houston hasn't been able to beat Vancouver. Lost to Vancouver at home earlier in the season. um, Got. I don't want to say they got robbed in this game. I just think they had the three points in the bag and they just kind of let up. I think a draw was probably a fair result here or the most justified result. Um, And uh, I don't know what's going on in Houston. I know they have the talent to do better. I'm not really sure what's going on with that organization. I'm not sure if they have a Galaxy-type problem. Um, But um, I still think Houston's a sleeper. I, I, I still think that they can uh, make a playoff run and uh, m- maybe not go all the way or as far as they did last season, but I, I still consider them a playoff team. And, uh, Van- and Vancouver, I, I don't think, really deserves a playoff spot the way they've been playing. They're, they're going to have to change something. Um, yeah, ne- neither one of these guys have a
0: million-dollar defender on their roster either. Yeah, my only thing is I, I predicted the draw, so I was happy that I got it in both of That's it. <laughs>
1: All right, next up, Minnesota versus San Jose. The Loons, so lucky. So lucky. the Loons give up a penalty in the first minute. Magnus Eriksson steps up to convert, and Minnesota is down early. Christian Ramirez will get a goal in his return. He pounces on a lazy back pass, fires a one-time shot to the far post to make a 1-1. I like this goal a lot. It's a nice goal. Um, Ramirez... Nearly makes it two as Quintero's shot falls to him, uh, but his shot hits a crossbar. Um, San Jose go up in the 69th. Wando fighting for at the end line. He centers it to Husin. He makes it two to one, uh, 73rd minute. Husin takes a shot. Calvo sliding in, blocks the shot, and the play continues for a full minute. When the ref calls for VAR, they rule that Calvo handed, handled the ball, which he did, it's a penalty in favor of San Jose. Wando steps up the score and puts himself within 10 of Landon Donovan's all-time record. So now I have to ask you guys. Minnesota, Calvo is the one that said, hey, when Atlanta wins, everybody talks about it. Nobody talks about when Minnesota wins. Well, Minnesota lost, and Minnesota lost mainly because of Calvo. So we should talk <laughs> about that.
2: Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about that. Um, how are you going to lose to San Jose, dude? Like, seriously, San Jose, I think, if I'm not mistaken, was that their first road victory uh, of the season? I think it was. Um, which is really weird because Minnesota has been surprisingly playing well, even with all the injuries that they've, uh, that they've had during the season. They seem to, like, rally behind, um... You know, the the team seems to rally after uh, a devastating injury. Uh, David made a point to it that they went on a little two-game winning streak. By the way, they had two two two-game winning streaks. They have four wins. So maybe someone has to be injured every week, you know, for that to happen. Um, But San Jose gets their first uh, road victory of the season against Minnesota. um, And they did it without a million-dollar defender. And only allowed one goal, not three. So bitter. So (laughs) bitter. I got to go ahead to do it as long as it was in context with MLS recap and I am right. following Montreal
1: rules. Montreal versus Philadelphia. Philly creating a few dangerous chances. Um, oh, sorry, let me start over again. Philadelphia.
2: Bo- Bobby's not even on video and I could see him giving me dirty looks.
1: <laughs> Philadelphia gets the win in this one. They create a few dangerous chances in the opening half. Bush comes up with quite a, uh, quite a few times to keep it 0-0. Um, but they finally get their breakthrough in the 43rd minute with a header from Burke. Uh, 58th minute, it's Burke again who will get on to the stat sheet. But this time, it is for a straight red card uh, after a dangerous tackle to Piet. Philly is down to 10 men. 67th minute, Lovitz and Colt get tangled up. And while Lovitz try to clear the ball, he misses. He brings down P. Colt. We go to VAR, and Lovitz sees red for denial of an obvious goal-scoring opportunity. Both teams are down to 10, 88th minute. Montreal try to calmly play out of the back, but it's mishandled, and it calm pounces and pushes the ball to Madunyan, who slots it home uh, in what the commentator called an ugly mother of a goal. There is no other way to describe this game but an ugly mother of a game.
2: I think we all saw that coming. And just the fact that you said Philadelphia gets the win in this one, just kind of like, what the fuck? That's some Twilight Zone shit right there. Um, two horrible teams. Uh, I, I had a figure that um, at the very least it was going to be a draw. Uh, Philadelphia losing on the road is almost a lock. But um, that's MLS for you. Uh, the fours finally got um, got in on the scoring. That's been their one of their Achilles heels. That They they created chances, and they get shots on goal. They just don't land the back of the net. They finally get two in the back of the net here against a very poor Montreal side that allows a bunch of goals. Well, they don't have a million-dollar defender. Maybe that's the problem. Hmm.
1: All right, next up, Columbus versus Chicago. Yossi Zardes uh, has it. A say, hand in all, he has a hand in all three games. He hits a brace and earns a penalty that Iguain converted. Uh he earns Team of the Week honors. This guy is on fire this year. He has overtaken Joseph Martinez for the golden boot. Pause. Think about that.
0: I'm thinking.
1: Columbus get the win.
2: Um good on Javi's daughters, by the way. I mean, we all we all talked about it. We wished him well. It was uh, the only bitter part about that is, you know, how the Galaxy misused him, mismanaged him um, and, um, you know, didn't give the pieces to succeed, Um, expecting him to score goals um, while putting him at right back. You know, I mean, you know, basic Galaxy shit Um, gets a change of scenery and uh, all of a sudden he's the leading goal scorer that that is also Probably the most MLS thing that we have seen all season. <laughs> the fact that John's artist is uh leading the golden boot race over <laughs> anybody, it doesn't well, have to be Joseph Martinez, it has to, it could be anybody. The fact that John's is has the most goals in all of MLS that is, uh, crazy. is, is Look, the most enjoy, MLS thing. Let's
1: <laughs> let's enjoy this because last year, the um, I think uh. <laughs> CJ Sapong was a top scoring american player uh yeah. you know, with the mo- so you know i i like seeing Jossie, uh, you know mainly because he's american and former galaxy player up there at the top uh, of the golden boot over a guy like uh, yeah, he's a know, good guy because we, we him, know who he,
0: he is so it's, you know it's like it's nice
1: yeah i mean you know he loves his grandma we all know
0: yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah uh next up new england <laughs> well, good versus, on him <laughs> new england versus <laughs> toronto is next uh, Columbus with a clean off?
2: sheet, by the way, without a million-dollar defender.
0: Stop interrupting me, dude! He, uh, he started a new. He started a new one. Don't you can't do that. Yeah, That's you don't get it. Yeah, you you know, you're, right, you're right. You're yeah. okay. right. it's like I, I, it's I like VAR.
1: It's like on. VAR. You can't you can't contest the play after the a new play starts.
2: Oh, you could totally do that as long as it's the galaxy, because you know we get fucked over.
1: Um. Next up, new. England versus Toronto. Things get kicked off early for new England, a lazy back pass or a lazy pass from Michael Bradley, who is deployed as a center back in this game is picked off by new England quickly played to Panilla who just runs down the center in the straight line outside of the foot shot gets past Bono. Uh, it's 1-0 for new England in the fourth minute, Seventh minute Bradley plays a ball back to Bono who immediately, he was immediately under pressure. He plays it to agger who Plays it straight to Panilla. He has a wide open net to hit. 2-0 revs. Bradley looking absolutely lost as a center back. Anyone who has ever watched Michael Bradley play should know he's prone to these lazy passes. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
1: I don't know what Banny thinking here, deploying him as a center back. Whatever. Uh, Second half, New England hit. TFC sleeping again as Delgado's pass is picked off by Andrew Farrell. He plays a one-time ball that beats like four... TFC players, Bunbury shields off Talgado. He nets New England's third. TFC get a goal back in the 54th minute. Chapman plays the ball across uh, to De- and and uh, plays it across the six, and Delamia is sliding in, knocks it into his own net. 86th minute scramble in the box. New England can't, can't clear. Aro comes in from behind. Tierney runs into him and falls over. It's a penalty. Uh, Jovinko converts and while running back to the center, a New England player is barking at Jovinko. Jovinko raises his hands to his face. That's an automatic red card. Jovinko's off and the Revs get three points. TFC may be in panic mode now, guys.
0: You know, that face. All right, so that, all... that hand on face wasn't even a playful caca moment either. I mean, come on. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
2: how, how weird. I actually was going to bring up the same thing. Wow. <laughs> Because I thought the exact same thing, I was going to make the exact same thing. Like, dude, you're not Kaká, dude. You're not going to get away with
0: that. Well, Kaká didn't um, get away with it. He didn't get away with it. He got red, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he got red, too. But he was like... But he was like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, we all sympathize <laughs> with him,
2: you know? With Yovinko, it's like, damn, he just lost his damn mind. Well, yeah, because he kind of um, like,
0: he went into like the choke. He actually like put yeah. his hands into his neck where he was like going to choke him. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Him.
2: Crazy. Uh, okay, so all joke aside here. Toronto really does need a million-dollar center back because they have no center backs. When you're putting Michael Bradley as your center back, you have a problem. Talk about well, putting I would, a I would guy...
1: That, I would argue that that's a $6 million center back.
2: That's a $6 million center back. Okay. No, that's a $6 million defensive <laughs> midfielder that can play attacking midfield, but you're using as a center defender. So... Um, yeah, t- uh, Toronto has some problems. Um, they they've lost Altidore for an extended period of time. They've lost their center backs to injury. Um, their next game, Giovinco is not going to be available. Uh, they- they're going to be at home again to Toronto. I mean, till um, uh, um, I'm sorry, in Toronto against Orlando. Toronto has lost two in a row this week. Two two games this week, both of which were probably winnable games. They're sitting, as I said before, they're sitting at the bottom of the Eastern Conference, and they've got a tough schedule ahead of them. Uh, You might be in panic mode uh, because you're going to have to replace some of these players, and I'm not sure if some of these players are even replaceable. Uh, That dream of a back-to-back MLS Cup, I don't know, kind of seems like a pipe dream right now. Um, It is still early in the season, but they got a tough uh, uphill climb. Uh, TFC, definitely one of those... uh, uh, MLSE things to happen. New England, also one of those MLSE things to happen this season. Um, we expected them to be uh, contenders for the wooden spoon, and they're anything but. They're sitting in fifth place in the Eastern Conference behind some extremely tough teams in NYCFC, Atlanta, New York, and a very surprising Columbus team. So um, New England all of a sudden has become a team to watch. Interesting. You, 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 you better continue. I'm going to bring Shelvik up. Yeah, go, David.
1: Up, <laughs> Next up, Colorado versus <laughs> New York. I was waiting for Bobby to say something. Oh, I did uh, say. Colorado
0: it. versus. A couple things in the beginning. That's it. Oh, okay. I'm
1: good. Colorado versus New York. Red Bulls. Uh, fifth minute. Colorado defense caught, caught sleeping. On a throw in, BWP is allowed to turn and send a ball into the area. Royer's run. Finds the ball. Puts it past Tim Howard to make it 1-0. 76th minute. Etienne Jr. makes it 2 but only after VAR gets a look at it on the play, I have to say, Etienne Jr. looked offside on the live play. But thanks to uh, soccer photogrammetry, his model shows that he is, in fact, slightly behind or even with the ball. The goal stands, according to VAR. Colorado gets one back in the 85th minute, thanks to Jack McBean with a tap-in. Uh, Gashi's save initially is saved. Uh, Gashi shot initially is saved by Robles, and uh, and McBean is right there. So the Mac, the Rapids push for the equalizer, but they run out of time, and New York gets out of Colorado with the two-one win.
0: So my only insight <laughs> in this, let me say this real quick. My only insight was this: in this was, oh, McBean is here, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, here <laughs> All right,
2: Lewis, Go. Um, we, we all had New York winning uh, uh, last week in Balls and Beers. I think the only one that had this as a draw was our guest expert Tom, and and I really liked that pick. Um, obviously, I wasn't rooting for him because it would have blown my pick, but it, it, it was a pick that actually I kind of half-pondered just because of New York style. Uh, they play very fast-paced. They, they press high. Uh, they could have burned themselves out in Colorado, and they didn't. Um, they end up going into Colorado. Granted, it's a weak Colorado team, but uh, teams t- tend to struggle um, in Colorado. Uh, I figure New York would probably do that. Nope, Not the case. They go up 2-0. Uh, they do, quote-unquote, hang on. Uh, but uh, they get the three points at the end, and they continue to uh, rise in the Eastern Conference. Um, still don't peg them for an MLS Cup appearance, but um, possibly Dark Horse? Uh they, uh, they, they play some exciting soccer. So um, the Red Bulls, also one of those teams to watch. And I find that kind of weird to say. Yeah. So um, That's
1: the game. Next up, next game up RSL versus DC United. The skip game Skipping. of the week Skipping. turns into a bit of a barn burner. No, nah, I'm just kidding. It was a terrible game. <laughs> uh, RSL holding most of the possession through the first 60 minutes. But it's DC who strikes first. Uh, DC corner kick finds Areola completely unmarked and he just walks it to the spot inside side puts it past Raimondo. Uh, RSL will get their equalizer in the 21st as Blata sends a ball into the heart of the 18 for Corey Baird to head into the net. It's 1-1, 22nd minute. Mora fouls Savarino, but after VAR looks at it, it's determined that it is a straight red card. DC is down to 10 men. Uh, Mora scrapes Savarino's uh, Achilles. A really, really dangerous play. Never made a play for the ball. 26-minute um, RSL pounce on the advantage. Rusnak with a stinging shot to make it two to one for RSL. Uh, the game took a turn to the physical as the teams were really going after each other. After that, uh, 54th minute, Rusnak through to Savarino. He pokes it past Clark to make it three to one. In the 81st minute, Bomb gets up and over his defender to head pass a ball past Ramondo, but this one ends three to two, and Nick Ramondo gets his 200th MLS win.
2: You got to leave it to RSL and DC to make a three to two game ugly. Like, how is that even possible? A three to two game should be pretty exciting, but yeah, it was a pretty game. Um, pretty good skip game uh or at least a, a pretty good game to call a skip game. I had this as my shit garbage cup of the of the uh of the week. Uh, I think both uh were true here, but RSL surprisingly still in a playoff spot. Uh this is of course in the Western Conference, so you know, if they were to move another conference, they wouldn't be anywhere near a playoff spot. Um DC, we were kind of I don't want to say expecting, but we were David and I at least had them in the playoffs. Uh, Kind of as a dark horse in the playoffs. David has a money
1: enter Wayne Rooney.
2: Oh, yes. Enter Wayne Rooney Mm. and DC season is now saved. Um, (laughs) Maybe David had that inside information because apparently DC was going to go all the way through into MLS Cup. So it happened. It happened. So maybe Wayne Rooney was that uh, that X factor that we did not know about. But now DC is just awful. So I awful, got... awful, sitting at the bottom <clears throat> of the entire league. But don't worry,
0: DC. Rooney's coming. Galaxy's.
2: <laughs> the... Rooney's coming, and the galaxy will.
0: It's going be down. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Well, all I gotta say is, if I could, if I could have used my skip pick on listening to even the description of the game, I would have used it because it was just as fucking boring <laughs> as the fucking game on TV. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Bobby. It's nothing I mean, uh, to do with you. I'm trying just to the the put content. myself out there. It's the content, not the delivery.
1: I'm just trying to put myself out there, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, next up. And, uh, boy. 7.9. That's harsh. 7.9. That's harsh. This one probably. Okay. So this one's going to surprise me. I wish I could have skipped this one. Um Portland versus Seattle. These two teams meet for the hundredth time. And it goes a 100 minutes. And Portland comes up on top. Very physical match. Very ugly, ugly game. Timbers were certainly the one team trying to play soccer. Seattle, they were more concerned about keeping Portland from getting gaining any kind of rhythm. Portland outshoots their opponents 10 to 5, but only get two to one on target. Um, Portland get their breakthrough in the 86-minute Sebastian Blanco squeezes through, and he definitely chips Stefan Fry to put Portland up ugly game. It's such a disappointment between these, that these two teams can play such an ugly match, especially given that it was a hundred times they played. Yeah. Um, Portland gets a one zero win and they're four on four in a row, by the way, Portland.
0: Yeah. Four opinion. in a row for
2: Portland um, against some weak opposition uh, beat Minnesota, beat San Jose. Uh, the, the one outlier there is uh, against NYCFC, uh, in which they beat 3-0 and which they only held 24% of possession and yet put up as many shots as NYCFC did. So that was pretty uh, pretty y there. Um, not really surprised that this is actually... Um, turned out to be a really like crappy game. Um, yes, Portland won for in a row, but as I mentioned. They, they've eked out victories against teams that are just as bad. Um, and Seattle is... Not doing so well. Not uh, the game against LAFC and uh, Toronto, notwithstanding. Um, it's unfortunate that uh, uh, one of the bigger rivalries in American soccer had to end like this and a very ugly one-zero draw. I know both of these teams are going to have better days, um, but as the way it stands right now, uh, you know, Portland is, I guess, statistically doing slightly better. Um, I really can't say anything. I'm. I was working for this game, so I didn't get to watch it. Again, lucky for you, Bobby, because I would have cursed you as soon as Portland scored their goal and said, Oh, Bobby got this one too. Yeah, he and does. I would have hit my draw.
0: Dude, I'm going to fucking hate you because you're going to do that shit in the next weeks. So and I'm going to get really <laughs> mad. I'm going to get so I'm going sure to make sure pressure going to go. If I'm in the hospital, it's your fucking fault, fool. It's your fault.
1: <laughs> Jeez. You, you do do guys to heard it here Making first. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you think that's gonna make me not Yikes. do it? I'm well, not gonna I'm, feel guilty. I, you, you will when I choke you out in the hospital when you come and visit me. <laughs> <laughs> I brought and you flowers. The only flowers. reason, <laughs> uh,
2: the only, the only re- like, Bobby's gonna be in a coma, and the only reason he's gonna come out of it is to choke me when we're watching the following week's game, and I'll be like, Motherfucker, you got this game. <laughs> Shut <show> up! <laughs>
1: he's crashing, he's crashing. <laughs> All right. All right. Next up, probably the most delicious game of the week Orlando versus Atlanta. Now, nah, you know what? It was Kansas City, Atlanta. That was, <laughs> that was probably the best game of the week. Um, ninth minute. I don't know about that. Ninth minute. Almiron finds Garza posting up. He receives a ball, gets tapped on the shoulder, and then goes down in a heap. It's a penalty. Martinez converts to give Atlanta the advantage 1 0. Orlando's attack through question was mostly neutralized by Atlanta. Uh, They were quick to pounce on him, which never really allowed him to find the game. Atlanta hit for their second game through Barco. He uh, starts to play, passes out to Garza, and then he finishes the return pass with the outside of the foot shot in the 31st minute. Second half, Atlanta still looking dangerous. Orlando pushing a little more. Uh, and they get the breakthrough in the 57th when Will Johnson sends a screamer at the goal that Khan parries away, but Miram is lurking. He picks up the ball, or he picks up the rebound and slots it far post to make it two to one. Temperature rises a little bit at the end of the game. Um, Orlando trying to get an equalizer, still uh, getting lucky, getting lucky not to go down more. Uh, as i misses the goal frame at one point. Um, and I want to bring up what abs- was an absolutely murderous tackle on Will Johnson in the 94th minute. He was lucky not to get his legs ripped off. Uh, and, uh, and boy, did he let the ref have it after that tackle. Oh, wait a minute. There was no contact on that play. Will Johnson dove like <laughs> Greg Louganis and got up and just... Rip the guy ripped the ref to shreds oh my god the the face the faces that that guy was making i kept thinking when i I was looking
0: at his face and how red and like how convicted he was i was like man he really believes in his own shit (laughs) i really do believe he thinks he got tripped because that shit is like he looks really
1: convinced That that was so incredible to see to see him unfortunately after that call um the um the 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 fan the Orlando fans started throwing stuff on the field. Um, hey, Orlando fans, don't do that. Yeah, don't don't do that shit, no. dude. That that's not cool. Um, so uh, hopefully they get fined with the league, but uh, obviously the team has come out and condemned uh, what the fa- the fans did uh, after this game. It's it's pretty terrible.
2: Yeah, and um, never any reason for for uh, for that to happen, regardless of the. Um, if your team lost or a bad decision or if you got relegated for the very first time in your history, Hamburg. Um, You guys heard about that, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They actually try to burn down their field because they got relegated for the first time in their history. So, yeah. Completely uncalled for. Anyway, back to the game. Um, So, I had talked about Orlando. A six-game winning streak, which is impressive in MLS. Um, Those six games against very weak opposition and, uh, you know... Orlando wasn't dominating those teams uh, with the roster that they have. They should have looked like Atlanta against Philadelphia and RSL, but no, they they were squeaking out the games. Regardless, they they were still getting the results uh, and uh, building momentum going into this um, uh, Atlanta game, which was going to be a real test of who Orlando really is. Are they for real? Are they pretenders? You're going up against possibly the best team in MLS. How are they going to respond? Uh, and all things, you know, uh, in all honesty, Atlanta should have been up like six goals in the first half. Uh, you know, similar to what they did against the galaxy. We're just running circles, but just weren't shooting straight and kept Orlando in the game. Orlando played a lot better in the second half and almost got a result out of it at the end. you know, Atlanta gets the three points it, it's a, it's a deserved three points, um, And Orlando is, again, they're still kind of in limbo, and not really sure what to make of Orlando. Are they good? Are they not? Are they average? Are they mid-table? Are they playoff? I have them as playoffs. Um, Are they squeaking into the playoffs? So I I think there's still a lot of question marks around Orlando and and what type of team they are and who they are, really, because I honestly can't figure them out yet. Um, The balls and beer picks, it's pretty interesting uh, when it comes to Orlando, and I've noticed that from the double down uh, against Minnesota at home that you lost to, you know, the six-game winning streak um, when um, when I personally had no confidence in them. So I think Orlando is, um, I don't want to say a team to watch as far as on the field as much as they are a team to watch uh, as far as results and how they are how they end up um, later
0: on in the season. Well, I mean, Orlando's starting a piece together. I mean, yeah, they're not being so super shiny, and they're not actually like – the most uh, attractive team in the league right now. And I think that's actually working in their favor because no one's really um, expecting them to do as well against them when they are actually, I would say, above average um, right now. Uh, but again, it's going against Atlanta. I mean, look, Atlanta does this thing to every damn team is they frustrate you. They frustrate you with their attack and they, frustri- frustrate with, bleh, they frustrate you by falling down by any little touch you give them as well. Orlando was trying to play the game that Atlanta brought to them, but they can't do that. It's not that just didn't work. Um, hence the freak out at the end where it just looked crazy. Um, but you know uh, <laughs> that was just so fucking crazy. I just I just walked away from TV, going, "All right, whatever." Um, but uh, this this wasn't my 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 most entertaining game of the week. It's the next one that Dave is getting to. I maybe I may because uh-huh. of my balls and beers uh, prediction is uh, what kept me yes. at the edge of my seat and almost having a freaking straight out heart attack. But did, did you see? <laughs> did
1: you guys see uh, somebody put Will Johnson's face into the screen?
0: No. Yeah,
1: somebody put his face into the painting, The Scream. <laughs> um, all right, next the, up, the, the, LAf-
2: I think the best thing to come out of that game was a new meme was born.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right, next up is, um, or last but not, uh, yeah, yeah. It's last. Through come on, scene. let's get there. It's last. <laughs> uh, last game of the week. It was a long week. L A F C versus N Y C F C. Bonus points to any listener that's
2: still
0: here.
1: Yeah, 10th minute, hate, Tinnerholm takes that. a shot from distance. NYCFC players call for a handball. VAR confirms it. It's a penalty. Villa's uh, penalty is, sh- is saved by Miller, but the rebound falls straight back to the Spaniard, and he sends it into the back of the net. 23rd minute, corner kick for LAFC. Zimmerman heads it in, <clears throat> in, and the ball is deflected into the own, his own net by Ibigna. Uh, an own goal to make it 1-1. 66th minute rossi sends the ball into the area it bounces around fella pounces on it he makes it two to one 70th minute latif blessing oh my what a miss what a miss uh 75th minute nycfc equalized after tinderholm's cross is deflected toward the goal miller goes up to try and punch it but it lands straight onto jory's foot he makes it two two and this one ends all tied up
2: I think it's awesome a fair teams. result. It was a it was a pretty good game, uh, you know. N- neither neither of these teams were going to back down to each other. Uh, NYCFC, um, one of the better teams in the league, goes uh, you know into a new shiny stadium and um, get a tie here. Uh, I think all of us except for David had this as a tie. I, I actually probably should have put more on uh, more on the tie here because I, I thought it was kind of um, it should have been a little bit more obvious that this game was going to end up in a stalemate. Um, To me, this is probably the game of the week. I thought this was a pretty uh, interesting game, and um, the the styles were were, were definitely uh, making it a lot more more interesting. So um, I hate to say that with the Crosstown Rival, but, um, you know, it, it is what it is. So.
0: Yeah, I mean look at I I do call this game this game of the week for me, um, after upon review. <laughs> but um look it. I actually think this game was one of the better games of the season. Uh, these were two two teams that were No, I mean it was two... Sorry I'm,
2: uh, I'm sorry, I just I'm sorry, I couldn't help, I got the text.
0: Oh, you got the text you just saw right now?
2: I just saw it right now. <laughs>
0: David just, oh, sent, out Will... yes, yes. Yeah, David just sent out the text of the scream. Yes, yes. David just sent out the. Look at these are two, these are two teams that are they're both very aggressive and they they take it they take it to each other completely. These are two teams that did not back down at all. There was a lot a lot a lot of uh, individual challenges in this game within the entire pitch. I mean it was it was entertaining as fuck. I mean I really wanted this game to end on the draw, so it was driving me nuts that every opportunity on both teams back and forth it was an actual opportunity of scoring it was just driving me crazy i'm like no one stop don't score no stop no <laughs> so it was driving me really nuts but it was a freaking entertaining game um and uh I, I was surprised that they took out via a little bit early but um yeah it was one of the best games of this this week for sure uh but yeah so are we good is that it for this week
1: I think I think that's it. That does it for MLS week. What week are we in?
0: All right, guys. Thank you. That was week eleven. MLS recap, week eleven. I'm here with David and Lewis. Good night, everybody. Thanks for staying with the whole way through, guys. Thanks, guys. Later.